So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. And big news uh, that we're reporting right now at sportskeeda.com. It appears that one of the biggest names in pro wrestling that people are talking about is done with the company. Sound off, hit the like button, all those internet things. We want to know your takes on this uh, developing story uh, that has come together. Wrestling Observer reporting uh, in great, great detail about this, by the way. The most recent episode and issue, rather of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. We have the full stories aggregated for you right now. It's sportskeeda.com. It's a very uh, interesting scenario that has played out more and more since this past weekend, going into this weekend, about AEW buying out Punk's contract after the brawl out at All Out involving executive vice presidents. And as far as we know, they are still executive vice presidents. Matt McJackson, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. This fight also involved several other people in AEW, and we'll talk about some of those other people right now, and other people independent of AEW that witnessed the fight. Excuse me there. Adjust my microphone. So, want to get to your comments here. Watch out, watch out. If you guys are with us, sound off. Get on screen uh, and support the stream as well uh, with some Facebook stars. If you got those to drop on us, we always appreciate it. Uh, so CM Punk is reportedly done with AEW. That is the word coming from the Wrestling Observer right now, and it is a widespread opinion that many within the AEW locker room simply do not want him back in the company. This is compounded by news that, that Fightful also corroborated that Chris Jericho, former AEW world champion, uh, the first massive real name outside of the elite circle to sign with AEW as a brand, and has uh, recently signed an extension deal in the last month or two, he, on that fateful night in which Punk won the world title and the Bucks and Kenny won the trios championships and they were vacated and stripped of those titles, but on suspensions, they uh, had a confrontation, Jericho and Punk. And uh, he was reportedly calling Punk a cancer to the locker room. And Punk uh, said, this isn't, this isn't something that concerns you, basically. I don't have to have this conversation with you specifically. Uh, but this is after, you know, Punk had that big diatribe in the press scrum and said, if you want to come talk to me, here's my locker room. My locker room door is open. Then they they came. Um, Frank Colley saying, bye-bye, Punk. Bring back the elite. Well, that appears to be the thing. We reported on it yesterday. It appears that that is indeed happening here. Uh, Aaron Pons with the take here. Uh, get rid of the elite as well. They started the whole fight. We don't know who started the fight. I know a lot of people say physically it was Punk, but they did come to his room. So there's that whole thing. So this gets even more complicated. Uh, news that we reported yesterday about Punk's dog, Larry, being injured. That has been confirmed. That his dog was indeed injured in this fight. 
and then you have additional reporting uh, added here by Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, who appears to have a lot of insight on this from the elite side of things, from the from the Bucks and Kenny and their side, or at least someone in their camp giving him information, saying that Mega, who is the legal head of AEW, one of the executives in the company, she was present. She saw the fight. She picked up the dog at one point. Kenny Omega tried to help the dog. The dog was at some point in some type of physical danger or all these different things, and uh, Punk was involved in this fight, and this went on for several minutes. A steel producer for AEW, uh, someone who helped train Punk and was involved with him in his wrestling career, close to him, was also involved in the fight. He was released. Now it appears that Punk is done. Punk is also injured in that match he had that same night with Moxley. He had a torn tricep, so he's, doing, he's in this fight, and he has a torn tricep. Uh, whether or not there's a legal precedent for whatever injuries is caused there and uh, how that's going to play out, obviously. So, Jim Thorne, I read what what Jericho said in a, agree with Jericho. So you say that he's a, you say that he's a cancer in the locker room. Johan's with me a lot. Thank you, Johan. Uh, I know you're supposed to report on this, but I am sick and tired of all. Here's the thing: I know uh, people are tired of it, but it is the number one story in wrestling right now, and I'm going to talk about it because fans want to talk about it. That's 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 the gig, right? That's that's what I got to get into. Uh, Terry L. Davis. Uh, good. I think he was like a cancer in AEW because he always thought about himself and no one else. I don't know if that's exactly true. Um, I think uh, there's certainly some issues here. And this isn't me like taking Punk's side or defending him or going against AEW. I'm just kind of like laying it all out there and letting you guys say what you think. My take is the whole thing's a mess. And I don't think one side is right and one side is wrong. Uh, and I do think there's one side that did stuff that I don't agree with. I don't, there's plenty of things, um, that I saw punk say and do that. I just, I don't get that. I don't, that doesn't square up with me. Uh, but independently of me, someone covering the business, he put it out there and he said what he said, he said, if you want to come and find me, they went and did. And then, uh, you know, then it turned into a physical altercation. Uh, my, my conference to that is saying, Oh, I thought these things that punk did were wrong. The things I think that are wrong is why are three executives of the company, getting into them into themselves in as executives, not just wrestlers. And it's even wrong if you're a wrestler getting into a legitimate altercation physically with someone. Um, why are you as an executive putting yourself in that position and putting the company in that position with your world champion, with the biggest draw of the company? Uh, and I just don't understand that. It, it's To me, it strikes me as, as um, egos of everyone, not just one person putting themselves ahead of the company, but the brand just being, oh, well, I'm this, so I'm ahead of it. There has to be a, a general sense of uh, judgment, you know, going all around. But we weren't there. You know, we all get the second hand. Uh, so plenty coming out from Observer in the last uh, day or so. Obviously, uh, much more what Meltzer's going to be able to report because of his sources and what he's had the past two months tends to be from the elite side. Now, obviously, Nick Houseman, who was at that press conference, who got yelled at by CM Punk because Punk thought he was somehow – Related to Colt Cabana, the whole legal issue, I can confirm to you that Nick Houseman is not friends with Punk. I know that. And I, I know people involved in that situation and can independently corroborate that uh, Nick Houseman Wrestling is not friends with Colt Cabana. <laughs> and I have no issue uh, saying that. Uh, so and it's fine. They just don't, they're not buddies. And, um, and I guess Punk got confused by that or something like that and ran with it. And it was a very, um, a very impulsive response, I guess, is the general judgment here. Other people chiming in here. I uh, want to hear your take. Um, people saying, I'm just glad Punk's gone. Well, that's your take here. Um, 
other people different chiming in here. Jim Thorne. Uh, Punk's ego killed his career again. Ouch. That's pretty severe. Uh, so, yes, we can report uh, that it appears that CM Punk could be done with AEW at this point. Uh, no official announcement from AEW, and they've been pretty mum about this, letting things kind of trickle out in these big reports through Fightful and Wrestling Observer and other outlets and uh, Wrestling Inc. as well. And then you kind of hear, um, you know, eventually it seems like the investigation is kind of wrapping up. It is worth noting, the big thing that I think is kind of alarming is that Lucy Guy, who is a Steel's wife, and she was in the room, um, saw this fight. No one from the investigation spoke with her. And that's somebody who doesn't work for the company at all. Uh, and so that's kind of odd that if you're going to do an investigation, you're not talking to everybody in the room. Um, that just seems very, very odd. Very, very odd indeed. I uh, want to hear your take. Let me know if you're watching from somewhere new. I want to hear from you here. Uh, Brandon saying AEW needs more cowbell. More cowbell. I got a fever. And the fever is more cowbell. There we go. There we go. Bruce Dickinson. Great SNL sketch. Go watch it. Uh, Robert Johns. Tony Khan needs to be more like Vince. You're fired. Well, here's, I don't think firing somebody like CM Punk is an easy, easy thing to do. Uh, and we're going to figure out that whole situation here. Steve, always with me. Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate your support. I can't understand how the elite are still EVPs. I don't think you're alone in that. I'm not saying somebody should lose their gig or it's, I have the power or saying that. It just objectively looking at this, I'm like, how? How? You know? Uh, but at the same time, do they have to publicly come out and say the, these people are no longer executives and they're demoted? I, I don't know if that's the case either, too. Um, Jay Feliciano, a man who knows the inner workings of the wrestling business. Thank you so much for your insight, Jay. I know you, you text in often. Uh, went to uh, went to work at Now the day – oh, you're talking about the Now Arena. Okay. Uh, the day after All Out. No broken doors or any sign of building damage. Only a huge punk wall mural on uh, the backstage wall, which might have been painted over soon. Uh, so Jay works at the Now Arena, which is where this incident happened. That's where All Out was. That's kind of what he's referencing there. Um, yeah, uh, no police were involved in this. Uh, I know that from talking to people locally. And no police were involved in this. No police were present. Uh, police did not get involved. So uh, that would have possibly been a much messier situation. Uh, people saying, oh, make Moxley an EVP now. I don't know if you need wrestlers to be executives. Or active wrestlers, you know. I mean, it's a hard thing to pull off. We saw that with Triple H, uh, you know, but he would only wrestle sporadically. Uh, he did make himself the world champion in, like, headline WrestleMania as an executive. That's worth noting. Philip Campbell, it's a real shame that it has turned out this way, CM Punk and AEW. I agree, Phil. Um, it's just a – I mean, especially when you consider how this thing started. Let's get into that. We're 10 minutes into covering the story here. CM Punk coming back to pro wrestling – just about a year ago, was a massive story. Probably one of the biggest stories of 2021. And I was there the night he came back, United Center, his hometown in Chicago, one of the biggest wrestling markets in the world. I will continue to say it. I don't think I'm wrong about that. And so 22,000, 17,000 plus, I mean, a huge sold-out arena in the third largest city in North America in the United States is sold out on a rumor that Punk is coming back. It's worth noting, AEW and Punk themselves never flat out said, I'm coming to AEW and tickets are on sale for this day, September 2021. A rumor. And they let their fans do that. And the fans were that motivated by the idea of Punk coming back to pro wrestling 
and doing it in the biggest company outside of WWE that had that connection to the type of cultural wrestling that Punk was so synonymous with. So he comes back, massive reaction. I've, I mean, that was a sustained reaction. A huge pop just for him walking out. And that's how they opened the show. That's how they opened that Rampage broadcast. And that is one of the highest rated episodes of AEW Rampage. So I bring that up because I felt that emotion so much and saw so many fans gravitate back to wrestling and talk about it in a different way that were, and I'm not saying just Chicago, I'm saying around the world. There were a lot of people that were like, hey, I'm not watching AEW. I guess I got to do this now. They got Punk. I want to check it out. And he had many, many great matches. I thought the match with Darby, his first match back was special, and he only got better as he went along. I thought the stuff with MJF was incredible. The promos were incredible. Uh, the match they had on Dynamite, actually, I thought the match they had on Dynamite, that nearly hour-long one they had during a snowstorm. Another one in Chicago, obviously. You know? uh, and that one was really, really special. I saw that live. It was great. Uh, and it felt like a pay-per-view match. The dog collar match they had, I thought, was one of the better matches that AEW's ever had. So I say all these things because I think Punk did a lot of great things. I think you know MJF was going to be a massive star, but Punk got him up another level. Uh, and I think Punk put him in a position to potentially become the world champion if he wants to be. But all of these other things, sadly, are overshadowing it. And I'm not saying because I, I, I take, oh, wow, I told you so. I didn't. You know, these nasty issues uh, backstage with different people have happened before. In WWE, it happened. Now you have some people rewriting history. Everybody that was with Punk in 2014 when he left WWE and and all those and then they had that very public breakup now everyone's like oh I'm with WWE now I got to call you out on that you know got to call you out on that cuz that was a messy situation then too Ricky Castillo chiming in of course AEW doesn't have the ratings WWE has but AEW's ratings are steadily going up and staying consistent without punk uh, I, yeah, but I, I think he was a big part of like getting their numbers in a decent position. There's also more things that Punk's tied to that aren't just TV ratings. Uh, and uh, I'm not comparing WWE's ratings to AEW. This this isn't that conversation. We're talking more about Punk and his relationship with wrestling companies. Um, more more questions here. Want to be able to get your your stuff here on screen and and chime in with us here. Um, sound off in the comments. Get on screen with us on this topic here. Give me a moment. I have to run everything myself. Uh, Terry L. Davis, do you think Punk will retire after the, uh, after all because uh, of this? Um, that's that's a question only Punk really can answer, uh, and I, I don't think uh, giving that answer is is fair. I can speculate on it. I'll speculate. I'm not going to give you a definitive answer on it. Um, I mean, obviously, the only other place he could do the things he wants to do and be compensated the way a name like CM Punk should be compensated—I mean, paid, right, uh, and promoted and marketed at a, at a level that that name. Equates would be WWE. Uh, I mean, you could do some things in New Japan. You could do some things in Mexico. I think you could do some big, big houses in Mexico if you really wanted to. Um, but this puts it, you know, a real for for some people in the industry, it puts a taint on his name. I'm not saying that. I know I have to keep distancing myself, but I'm saying the word I'm getting from people that I talk to is this: he's gonna be, he's gonna be forever seen as a difficult guy to work with in the eyes of some people in the wrestling industry. And the problem 
with that is not defeatable in the eyes of WWE. Uh, so word that we've gotten from WWE, various sources, including WrestleVotes, which, you know, went back and forth in some things. WrestleVotes has revealed a lot of different stuff, a Twitter handle that drops a lot of different information. They said in July when Triple H took over WWE from Vince McMahon that he was not kind or welcoming to the idea of any potential CM Punk in WWE. That wasn't completely against it. Then we heard a report just last week that people in Triple H's circle, people very close to him, people at the table while decisions are being made, said it was a hard no, a hard pass on getting CM Punk. And the, the talk of him getting out of this AW deal or it potentially being ended was was uh, starting to trickle out. Now, potentially, Triple H's position on Punk is softened. Does that mean Punk's back in the WWE and he's number 30 at the Royal Rumble? No, he's got this tricep injury. He's also 44. He has a lot of injuries. And he has very, very bad blood with WWE. And he has expressed... Uh, some discontent, specifically in name with Triple H. But Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, other people that Punk had issues are no longer with WWE. Is this the same WWE that Punk left? Structurally, creatively, marketing, the way information processes, the way talent is treated, all these different things that Punk had, issue, had issues with. Are those things still the same? And I want to hear your take on this. I want to hear your reactions with the buttons and all those different things. But if you're just watching this, you're not in the conversation. Don't tell me you got a take. I want to hear your takes and have them structured. And if I don't agree with you, I'll let you know. Robert John saying good show. Thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate that. Steven Chambers from the Elimination Chambers. I hope Punk doesn't go back to WWE, but I won't be surprised if he returns. Here's the thing. I would uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he returns, but I'd still be shocked. You know, like I, I mean, I guess I would still. I I can't say it wouldn't. Uh, it would. It would still surprise me just to see it happen after all of the bad blood and all the different issues and all these different things that Punk's done, and him going to AEW, right? And you got people in AEW saying basically the word is he's not worth the hassle, even if he's a massive draw and moves a ton of merchandise and helps us sell tickets and do all these different things. He's not worth the problem. Jesse Hyde, let's get to you. Jesse saying, first of all, the stuff with WWE New Japan over Carl Anderson, and now Punk has, quote, left. Reportedly, he's not confirming it. They're not confirming it uh, because he had, quote, issues with the elite. Yes, there's a ton of stuff here, man. A lot of doors crossing here. You brought up the New Japan pro wrestling thing in Carl Anderson. That one's a, that, that's an interesting, um, it's an interesting play. And I wonder how much WWE is actually allowing to happen here. Uh, so queuing you up on that very, very quickly, because I've had to talk about this every day this week, too. Carl uh, Anderson is the reigning openweight champion in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He left Impact Wrestling. His contract ended with them. He had a handshake deal, not on paper deal, with New Japan Pro Wrestling. And Carl Anderson came into prominence with them, became an international star with New Japan, went on to WWE. Went on, you know, now he's doing the stuff with Impact. That's done. Back with New Japan. But then Gallows and Anderson signed with WWE. Good, lucrative deals. They've been featured prominently on several different TV shows, and they're set and advertised to be a part of Crown Jewel November 5th in Saudi Arabia for WWE, where they'll tag team with AJ Styles versus the Judgment Day. The same day, Carl Anderson is advertised to defend the Openweight Championship for New Japan Pro Wrestling in Japan against Hikaleo, formerly of the Bullet Club, a faction that Carl Anderson is affiliated with. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is he going to be there? You have uh, President Obari of New Japan Pro Wrestling saying our, our champions are advertised. If he doesn't if he doesn't perform his duties as a champion in an advertised match, 
he will be stripped. We've gone through all of the proper channels to arrange this match, even though Gallows and Anderson put up a goofy video. A lot of open chatter on social media from the names involved and the sources here. Stirring the pot. With a guy who's not going to be a top player, I think, for WWE. That isn't a shot at Carl Anderson. I think he's going to be a great, strong, mid-card guy. And that is not a bad spot to be in WWE right now. Not a bad spot. So, WWE is letting a contracted name perform in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And you have Carl Anderson saying, I will be at Wrestle Kingdom. I will be at one of the biggest non-WWE shows of the year. We're going to have some AEW names on that show as well. So you're going to have a show from New Japan Pro Wrestling with contracted talent, likely from AEW, All Elite Wrestling, and WWE. John Moxley, the AEW World Champion, appeared unadvertised as a surprise addition to a big show for New Japan Pro Wrestling this week over in New York City. Interesting stuff. A lot of lines crossing there. A lot of lines crossing there. Donna Marie, how are you? Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, Steve asked me, uh, do I see uh, WWE and NWA working together? Uh, there's been reports that Billy Corgan, the president of the NWA, Smashing Pumpkins, good sing good new single, rock single by that uh, guy. I'll go check it out. Um, do you see them working? Something. Uh, you know, I mean, NWA is in a position, I think, where it is very much a, a, a very boutique brand of wrestling, and, and they provide a certain uh, audience with what they want and the way it's presented, and the way it's marketed, and the way it's done, and the areas that they present those shows in. Uh, and so I, I think they could play a, a very good spot for WWE to feature some of that talent from NXT. Uh, I, that's just my take, speculatively. Does that mean they're going in that direction? No. But Billy Corgan has said he's had discussions with Triple H in some form or another. What they are, how far and extended those conversations are not exactly known, but there's something there. There's a there there. I think there's more of a possibility of WWE and NWA doing something together, you know, than, than even the new Japan thing, which sounds shocking because of uh, new Japan having a public relationship with AEW. They ran an arena together. You know, they ran a pay-per-view in June. So you're crazy. Back to the main topic of punk here. Uh, I don't mind taking your questions and stuff like that. If you guys have a couple more questions, fire them off. We'll do a freestyle Friday here. Uh, I'm gonna, by the way, I'm going to be going over to uh, Twitter Spaces. I'm going to do something I haven't done here, and this is going to happen in about, I want to say, 10, 15 minutes. It might be a little bit later. I'm going to drop the link for you guys who are watching this live stream on Facebook and for you guys on uh, the podcast side of things, you can join us as well. Join the Twitter Space I'm doing. Uh, Twitter Spaces basically works like uh, a conference call, and you can talk to me. You can literally talk to me. It's something I can't really do with streaming the software I have here. And you can talk to me live, and we're going to take that audio and put it up on our podcast feed. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, we're going to give it a shot and see if it works. If it doesn't work, <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, a couple more comments here. I want to make sure I get everybody in here. And make sure you follow that link. Join us on the Twitter spaces. We'll be doing that in about 10, 15 minutes from now. Um, someone asked me, heard Triple H canceled. Hell in a Cell. That report is kind of not confirmed by WWE, but yeah, it looks like they're moving away from a branded triple uh, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. doesn't mean Hell in a Cell matches are done. Uh, just the, an event branded as Hell in a Cell may not be happening. So there we are. So much going on here. Thank you guys so much for watching. Did you enjoy this video? Go ahead and give it a like. If you enjoyed the conversation with other wrestling fans, you enjoyed the conversation with me, go ahead and give it a like. Who knows? Maybe some old friends. 
of Sports Kita will join me in this Twitter space. And I would love to talk with some of you. So definitely join us over there on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, just go check it out. You can listen to it on your desktop as well. Uh, we'll be doing that about 10, 15 minutes from now. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. It is critical, critical to your wrestling health. That you just take a deep breath, calm down, and remember, when watching wrestling, you must do this one critical, important thing. And that is enjoy wrestling. Sports Kita.